Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we explain how research and development spending could affect economic outcomes. Before we start today's episode, here's a quick side note from Team Ditto. Did you know that two thirds of medical bills in India are paid out of pocket? Imagine growing your investments only to see them vanish with a single hospital trip. That's why, as a financially prudent individual, you must have comprehensive health insurance. And for this, you can talk to our team at Ditto Insurance today, where we guarantee unbiased, spam-free, and personalized insurance advice. The link is in the description below. Now on to today's episode. Indian companies don't spend money on R&D. They don't want to innovate. At least that's what Business Standard indicated last week. It looked at the 500 biggest companies in India and found that they spent a measly 0.3% of net sales on R&D in FY23. But what if we expand the number of companies? Maybe the smaller ones are innovating more so that they can one-up rivals. Well, one way to analyze that is by looking at the ratio of gross expenditure on R&D, also known as GERD, to GDP in the country. This includes spending by private companies as well as government entities such as the Defence Research and Development Organisation or DRDO. And since the government has its figure in lots of businesses, maybe this will give us the entire picture. But even then, as per a recent report by the Ministry of Science and Technology, the GERD to GDP spend is just 0.64% in India. For context, China spends around nearly 2.5% and the US still spends nearly 3.4%. But before we dive into why this could be a problem, we'll preface this by saying that not everyone agrees that we're so far behind in R&D. As per Reggie Joseph, who teaches at the Institute of Studies in Industrial Development or ISID, we might be actually underestimating our R&D spending. You see, we seem to take R&D data from the Department of Scientific and Industrial Research or DSIR. So companies have to be registered here first. But when the folks at ISID parse through some data of companies getting foreign investment for R&D, only 11% of them had registered with DSIR. So data might be slipping through the cracks. Another theory is that companies in tech may not report their R&D accurately because it's hard to separate between daily activities and specific research activities. It's something that Amazon faces too. The US tech giant does not report its R&D separately. And when the US regulator asked them to do it, Amazon simply said, quote, "Our business model encourages the simultaneous research, design, development and maintenance of both new and existing products and services." Unquote. Basically, it made no sense to show it separately because it was part of the business model itself. Could it be that Indian companies simply don't bucket R&D spending correctly? We don't know for sure. But anyway, let's assume for a moment that the estimations are fair, that we are low R&D spenders. It is something that even the Reserve Bank of India has flagged earlier. So how does it affect us really? After all, our GDP is growing by leaps and bounds, right? Okay, bear with us and some basic economics. So back in the day, Adam Smith, who's pretty much known as the father of economics, had a pretty straightforward idea of how to grow the output, also known as O, of the country. He said it's a function of two things, labor and capital. Or if you put it into an equation, it would look like this. O is equal to F of K, L. But then in 1956, an American economist named Robert Solow 
realize that may not be enough for economic growth. If you want to improve output, you need technical progress, also known as A. This way, we become more efficient. And by using the same amount of labor, we can squeeze out more output. He tweaked Adam Smith's idea and added technical progress as a third factor. And the equation looked like this. O is equal to A times F of K, L. But what is technical progress anyway? Well, three decades later, another American economist, Paul Romer, further tweaked this idea to define it. According to him, it includes R&D and also human capital, which is nothing but the experience and skills of a person. In summary, if we truly want economic growth, we need to focus on innovation too. But let's forget what's happening with aggregate GDP for a moment. Instead, let's look at the GDP per capita figures instead. Because many experts say that the aggregate number isn't key. What matters is whether the people living in a country are faring better. After all, our population is rising at a fast clip too. And as per a report by Niti Aayog in 2021, there's a clear link between R&D and per capita GDP. If we spend less money on R&D, the per capita GDP remains low too. It's no wonder that China's per capita GDP is around three times greater than ours. It's because they spend more on innovation. So yes, if you want to be a developed or high-income country by 2047, as Prime Minister Narendra Modi hopes, then we need to increase our per capita GDP. It should rise by 10x to hit 21,700 US dollars by then. And maybe increasing spending on R&D could be one way in which we can get there. How do we fix this then, you ask? Well, there definitely isn't a magic wand that we can just wave. The usual idea is to dole out incentives. We already allow certain tax deductions for R&D. So maybe it's about doubling down on that. Or maybe strengthening India's intellectual property rights will also work. We come at a lowly 42 out of 55 countries in IP rankings, meaning that we don't protect innovative products. And the problem with this is that companies may not be motivated to innovate in India if they can't be sure their creations will be protected. And as a former member of the Finance Commission pointed out, the Monsanto case is one example. A few years ago, the US agrochemical company pulled out of the Indian market. They had created a genetically modified cotton seed and the Indian courts ruled that it wouldn't be granted a patent. So maybe IP rules could help on this front. And hopefully the next time we talk about R&D spends, it will be good news for India. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you want to share your feedback or suggestions, do drop us an email to hi at the rate finshots.in. Until next time.